0: Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grey podcast with your hosts, Sonny Ormond and Jane James.
1: Well, hello, everyone. We have a fiesta of a show for you today. Get out your castellets because we're talking all things Spanish. Paella, possessions and sun. Ole! We focus on ferrets and mousetraps, scream about stress, amuse on culture and language. Oh, and of course, there's a few words from Dorothy. Is it the moniker? Here's Jamie. Today's podcast is sponsored by MTL Associates. Would you like a website but don't know where to start? Could your business do with that bit extra? It's less than you think. MTL Associates produces websites for people like you. They'll agree a fixed price for their work, starting from £50 for a five-page website using one of their templates. And after that, it can be as little as £14 a month. MTL Associates. It's you, but online.
0: Hi, Sunny, and hi, everybody. Let's kick off with Archer's news, because we've had some, uh, some news from Maggie Leslie, haven't we, in this last week, uh, who plays Chelsea Horribin and is, we interviewed Mm. um a little while back and she's going into the mousetrap in the west end mm, she is indeed that's right she uh, i believe
1: opens in june and and she plays through to november uh so yeah that's that's great. i mean she'll still be uh, around for the archers if yeah. if they want to use her because uh they always work around people but yeah it's brilliant news isn't it absolutely fantastic news really really pleased have you ever seen the
0: mousetrap jenny i have but years and years and years mm. ago and i think when we saw it there's a there's a gunshot in it and one of our daughters got terribly upset by the gunshot and I think we spent quite a lot of the performance trying to console her as she sobbed um mm. so I don't really remember very much about it Have no. you've seen it but like you
1: years and years and years ago maybe what we should do we should go and see her should we go and to. see her and uh, we can remind ourselves about it and try not to get terrified of the gunshot um mm. but um yeah we should do that
0: shouldn't we yeah I, but it's it's great for her I, it's really really good because that's what four months or so in the mm. West End which, mm. and will they be doing is that like seven shows a week or something? I suppose so yeah there'll be matinees and yeah it will be quite full on. How on
1: earth do you survive
0: that sunny when you're doing seven
1: shows a week? Then, no, you, do, you, you just do' it's, a, it's amazing you know I, I think you just cite yourself up for it it's like anything you know people often say how on earth do you learn all those lines and sometimes I think actually I don't know but mm-hmm. you know you do when you're faced with the situation you, you just you just do and of course adrenaline gets you through a huge amount. Um, It's often the way, uh, certainly when I was younger, because I don't do hugely long seasons anymore, but when I did very long seasons in rep, you'd be absolutely fine, you'd get through it all and then you'd finish the season, you'd finish a contract and you'd come down with terrible lurgies. (laughs) And I think, you know, it's just that continued adrenaline boost all the time and then you're... Your body just sort of thinks, oh, gosh, I need a rest now. I've, I've pushed myself too far, really. But, uh, oh, she's young. She'll be
0: fine. She'll be marvellous. There is that very common thing, isn't there, that we all find, that if you're you're working hard, 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 go on holiday and then go down with something the first couple of days of the holiday.
1: Absolutely. Yes, it applies to anything, doesn't it? Any yeah. kind, of, if you're working really, really hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's it's it's
0: it's just great. So it's just great for him. Rap yeah. Rap was mad, wasn't it? Because you'd be doing you know, I vaguely remember from having worked in a theatre donkeys years back, that you'd be doing seven shows a week and rehearsing the next mm-hmm. show as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And, and I mean,
1: when I left drama school, uh, we were mostly doing a three and a half week rehearsal period before we opened. But I do remember mm-hmm. doing two and a half week turnaround because one of my very first jobs was in Sheringham in Norfolk Little little Theatre, which is still going, uh, which is brilliant. Uh, but, yeah, it was a two and a half week turnaround. So you'd be playing in the evening and you'd have two and a half weeks to get another show on. But there used to be weekly rep, of course, didn't there? You yeah, know, it was a week yeah, turnaround. True how they did that there'd be an awful lot of winging of the lines and words I suspect but yeah amazing so I mean you never got any rest then because obviously you were playing in the evening rehearsing the next day learning lines probably on Sunday you know you never got any uh, any rest but yeah. very very stressful but there and were good times there were good oh, times. oh yeah yeah
0: yeah but mm. speaking of stress this is yeah. stressful Hanging around Ambridge at the moment, isn't there? As we record this, mm. there's been a bit of hoo-ha about the cricket, hasn't there? There has
1: been quite a lot of hoo-ha about the the cricket. Yes, it was the Mark Ebdon Trophy, wasn't it? That, it was. Um, uh, was uh, yes highlighted, and I think it was uh, Tracy's Tigers and mm. uh, Tom's Tornadoes. Although I think oh, really? Tracy wanted to call them tadpoles.
0: That's right. He <laughs> was a tiger.
1: Tadpoles.
0: He was a tiger originally, but. Tracy trademarked the name first or something. She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah, there was very there was a lot of cricket on the green, wasn't there? Um, an an yeah. awful lot. Yeah. Uh, um, and then Jim got stressed because he lost his glasses on a stag night. This is yes. very yes. improbable. Yes.
1: But then, didn't somebody say I was listening the other day that somebody had put them on a statue somewhere, and they were going to investigate that? I don't know. I don't know. But yes, no, quite improbable. I, I, I loved all that actually. Um, yeah, the too. idea of Jim on the stag night
0: was just <laughs> well, the idea of Jim on a stag night in itself is just highly comical, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, that he was that he was dragged along. Um, Tracy's hen night was good, wasn't it? Uh, and Oliver, Oliver joined in that. Yes, mm. he, he did. But there was. A hoo-ha about that, also a bit of stress, because Adil was jolly cross that um, that that the Hen Knight had been held at Grey Gables mm. without his knowledge, mm. and pointed mm. out that Grey Gables is not Oliver's fiefdom anymore. He's a mm. co-owner. I mm. thought very, very right, really. Yeah, but, very right. But yes, mm. Oliver sounded I think that's probably quite a hard lesson for Oliver to learn. He's used to just doing what he likes, there, isn't he? He is. He is. I like Oliver,
1: though. Mm. I love the relationship between Oliver and Tracy. I Me think too. it's, 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 it's. Well, it's a bit like, isn't it? The the Jazza and and Jim one. It's yeah. kind of improbables, and yeah. they're very fond of each other. Yeah. Um, no, it's, uh, it's. Oh, and <laughs> of course, was it the Mayfest that was that was organised by Freddie and. Uh-huh.
0: um Uh, there was eddie's ferrets weren't there yes i think they felt that that was somewhat dig and they consigned him to some sort of ancient pathway in the middle of nowhere but but eddie had decided to set up stall in the middle of the main thoroughfare apparently but
1: then he was packed off Um, To to somewhere else uh, next to Ian's pizza van, and Ian was not pleased about
0: that pizza and ferrets. He didn't (laughs) quite see what the ferret thing was about. Was it ferrets down the trousers? Well, I don't. I I don't know. I wasn't entirely clear what he was doing with his ferrets no i except that clary uh, had also
1: created knit she'd knitted ferrets hadn't she which he was going to sell Ah, on the stall there were knitted ferrets apparently which again i would love to see one of clary's knitted ferrets i mean i didn't know she was a knitter but clearly
0: she is well there you go yes um yes i i had i had missed that particular bit of crafting news yes i was probably a bit taken with um worrying about helen she yes. sounds like a woman on the edge doesn't
1: she she really does sound like a woman on the edge yes it's been a really really well as we speak as you say a really incredibly stressful time for her um with the advent of rob titchener being around and about um and uh, yeah she's really really stressed isn't she and very jumpy in any scenario that she she uh, she actually gets into and yeah. then that they, they, they had the um the food inspector ran, didn't they? And, and yes. apparently there'd been some sort of complaint about the food and she's convinced that this is something to do with Rob. Um, so, yes, a huge, a huge amount of stress there. How will this work out? We do not know, do we, listeners, we at this moment know. in
0: time? No, it may think. be that when you hear this... Yes. ...that we discover that maybe Rob Titchener's just got he's got on a flight back to... Is it the US he lives in or Canada? just sort of disappeared Mm. off and sent a sort of contract message to say so sorry and I won't be in touch ever again yeah. Somehow I doubt that.
1: Yeah. Somehow I doubt that. Knowing Rob, but you know, we we mm-hmm. we, we will wait, won't we, with with bated breath? And um, and actually, uh, speaking, um, we we sort of talking about stress. We we thought didn't we we might do a, a little podcast about stress at some point as
0: well. We, we, thought, we thought that might was
1: kind of a, a bit of a useful thing to do because we all get
0: stressed, don't we?
1: Uh,
0: well, <laughs> well, well, we certainly do. But Every yeah. time we get onto this starts to record a podcast and one or the other of us drops the Mm. microphone on the floor or can't log in or whatever 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 yeah and speaking about all this stress
1: we were um well you found an article didn't you the other day which was women who were full of
0: stress and they'd found a way a way through it didn't they i thought this was amazing it was um yeah it was an article going back to last year i think about groups of women who meet to scream in the night so it started in australia wasn't it is that right um yeah i think so and a group of women who meet in a particular place and just scream mm. 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 Um, and apparently there are groups all over the world doing it now yeah
1: yeah it's extraordinary just to get rid of their rage their anger their there, whatever uh yeah it's 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 amazing you're right it did start um in in australia i think it started in sydney didn't it and hmm. um she she was a lady i think she's about 54 years old or something and and she just decided she'd sort of just needed to get out into the open air and and scream um and i think then she sort of put it online or something didn't she like i think that. she put a
0: message on a local facebook group and then yeah. lots, lots of people joined her i don't know what do you think is it something you'd like to do scream well um I think it's interesting my my first thought
1: about that actually when I read that because I think it's a brilliant idea was oh my vocal cords you have to be <laughs> careful how you scream because you might if I if I got to do some radio the next day I might lose my voice oh, um yeah. but but no but yeah well how about you what do you think
0: um I think it's really I feel like I'd like to I don't know if I'd have the bottle to do it but it's I did actually look up um, to find if there was any local group into screaming, but uh, yes. when I when I googled women screaming in yeah. groups, I found links to some really dodgy stuff. Um, did so, you? yeah yeah, yeah. So I couldn't find anything uh, of a feminist nature. Let's put uh, it like that. That's... But I, I did quite like the idea of just being able to have a good old holler, because sometimes life just does get to you doesn't it yes
1: it does I mean I, I know in the past you know I'm because I do get across and I, I, I do you know you get, sometimes you just get up and above your head don't you it's just yeah. like too much uh, you know I've I've thrown things about thrown cushions yeah. and things about I find that quite a good way to kind of get rid of yeah. that energy yeah. it's that angry energy um yeah it's it's interesting, you know, about the screaming because in when I've been working as an actor, and occasionally there's been a play or something we've been working on where you have to scream. You know, it doesn't happen very often, but it's amazing how many actors find it difficult to scream mm-hmm. to find that. For- I've never had that problem, you understand. But <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised to know. But but yes, some people do find it. Qu- even though they're actors, find it quite difficult to sort of find that point where they just. I'm not going to do mm-hmm. it. Obviously, I'm not. But you know. Just let it all, just mm. let it all go. Um, but I'm sure it's probably is quite good for us. And I know in that article as well that you sent me, um, there were women uh, in India, who f- who who found groups, uh, who founded groups to do that. And they specifically in India because they're so repressed mm. and there's such a lot of violence against them. Um, you know they say it's just the most wonderful thing, but I think mm. they have to be quite careful where they do it and how they
0: do it in case they're mm. seen. Yeah, um I, it, it's I thought it was just a, a very interesting idea I mean like you I've kicked cushions ripped up newspapers that's another good mm, one mm. Um, and uh, and I know I've heard and I found myself that if I'm in a situation where I feel like I need to scream uh, because I'm in danger it's really hard to scream I tend to lose mm. that capability at all and um, I remember someone suggested to me, and I did, to teach my daughters as teenagers to scream fire if they were attacked. Because mm. people would come out if they heard, people would come and help if they heard, thought there was a fire. Mm. But they wouldn't if they just heard a woman screaming. They'd think mm. it was hijinks or whatever. Mm. That's so, a really, yeah, good idea, Jane yeah. actually. So maybe yeah. maybe I'll just, well, that wouldn't be good, though, would it, to meet up with a load of people and all shout fire. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... But I,
1: but that, but that is an interesting thing actually, because I think that's what my first thought with the screaming when I said, oh, I didn't want to hurt my voice. That mm-hmm. actually, because screaming is if you, if if where you place it's quite guttural, it sits right back in your throat. Whereas actually, if you use a word yeah. with the same amount of energy and open it up, um, it's a bit like meditations that you, people use the word om, um, yeah, because actually that's a nice round sound. So, but maybe it's finding the right sort of sound. Um, but uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see if anybody has lost their voice, doing. Yeah. And
0: because, if anybody's, if anybody starts a screaming group in yeah, the UK, absolutely, so let us
1: know. Do let us know because that would be, uh, you know, very, very, very useful. Actually, I'm, I'm trying to think where. Yes, you just could, could do anywhere. Couldn't you? Parks, fields, anywhere where it's, um, hopefully yeah. away, away from a from a lot of people or community. We should they get like Helen running.
0: Yeah, we should get Helen to start
1: one in Ambridge. Well that's the point. That's the point. Kate might be very much for that, mightn't she? Um uh, that's that that's true actually. Um and uh yeah yes spe- I mean, you know, it is it's a good way, isn't it, of mm-hmm. of getting rid of stress. Um and speaking as we are about these stressful things, I think um, I think Dorothy has a has a tale to tell,
0: does Oh she? sunny she does. And here's Dorothy talking about what was a bit of a do for her and a very stressful incident for the doctor's receptionist.
1: So, listeners, I was telling you last time about my friend Monica. Ooh, she's had some health problems and I fell out very badly with the doctor over the last one. "'The way they dealt with the whole episode was shocking, "'and if the receptionist's been on Valium ever since, "'it's no more than she deserves.' "'I asked her very nicely to send the doctor round to Monica, "'and she interrupted me extremely rudely. "'Can't she come in?' she says. "'Come in,' I said. "'She's got a temperature of a hundred and three. "'She's been as sick as a dog "'and she thinks there are small green bugs in her hair.' "'Does that cut any ice? Does it help? "'Well, can't you put her in a taxi?' she says the doctor's very busy, you know. Fine, I said. Just give me the number of a taxi firm that's prepared to hose down the upholstery after they've dropped her off and we'll be round like a shot. (laughs) Shouldn't like that at all. There's no need to be sarcastic, she says. Sarcastic? I hadn't even started. Do you know? It took me over ten minutes, but finally I got through to the doctor, and he told me to call for an ambulance because it would take him a while to get to us. What with a full surgery and the receptionist sniffing heart again the cleaners' cupboard and refusing to come out. <sighs> Emergency service. Two and a half minutes of my heart will go on—a poor choice in the circumstances—and an answer machine with a Geordie accent telling me that my call's important. And all the time, Monica's heaving and groaning in my smallest room and trying to swat non-existent bugs with my Teflon-coated omelette pan. Well, luckily, she was still alive when they finally got round to picking up the phone. But I had to go through all her symptoms again before they agreed to send an ambulance. And that's only after they asked me if she might have overdosed on illegal substances. Anyway, as soon as she was on the mend, I helped her to find a flat at Beechcroft and moved her in. I visited as often as I could, and I always said they could do with someone strong with a bit of backbone to keep the place in order. And then, when a flat came empty, the silly goose forgot to tell me. Didn't you? For seven whole months! If I hadn't hand-delivered her birthday card and run into the warden, I'd have missed out anyway now we're living in the same building and she is my faithful lieutenant in all my endeavors we make a marvelous team well i organize the coffee mornings she does the washing up i spot the dog mess on the path she picks it up <laughs> i'm not a sentimental woman but you've been a good friend to me haven't you monica hmm monica don't touch that switch <laughs>
0: Oh, poor Monica. She Mm. did do her very best to keep Dorothy at bay, didn't she? Mm -hmm. I think if there'd be a queue of women to sign up for screaming therapy at Beechcroft, don't you think? I think
1: I think they really would, wouldn't they? Oh, very funny, actually, yeah, they really would. Uh, they'd be howling at the moon, wouldn't they, like a pack of demented werewolves. <laughs> uh, now, look, you, you, you've taken advantage, haven't you, of being signed off by the doctors to take a trip to Spain, haven't you? I did, yes. I went to visit
0: um, a very old and dear friend for just a bit less than a week, and... Had a lovely time in the sunshine. Oh, um, it was sunny. Oh, good. Was, I arrived in pouring rain. But oh, did you? Uh, where I went to, in Almeria in the south, has a sort of microclimate of its own. So, though we were watching Spanish news, there were floods everywhere. It oh, was gosh. beautiful. Oh, how wonderful.
1: Yeah. How wonderful. And, and was the flight all right? I mean, I know we no. discussed because you went to Portugal, didn't you, before? And it yeah. was a
0: bit sort of chaotic at the airport. But how was it then? Well, actually, Not good. it wasn't it was East Chats' problem, but just one of those things allowed ages to get to the airport. Mm. And then we were stuck for an hour and a quarter on the M23. There was an awful accident. <gasps> oh, and everything was just, we were just stopped for an hour and a quarter. Um air ambulance or the rest of it uh, there's a motorbike hit i hope that person is yeah. is okay right. um so yeah it took but once i got there i was so relieved to be there that the mm. flying everything else seemed very very simple about so
1: it. you got there in time then obviously yeah. for yeah, the yeah. flight just was, about just about yeah. hurled myself onto the flight
0: so yeah. that was all good good and
1: good. Uh,
0: yeah yeah i had a I had a really interesting time Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. So, so, um,
1: yeah. I mean, when you're there, do you, I mean, are there any specific things that you kind of like to do
0: or with your chum? Or there's so much in that area in the south of Spain. So many archaeological, is that the right archaeological mm. areas and mm. places of of special interest that are just very accessible. So we went to see a load of things. We watched. Um, do you know about the religious processions in Spain. They have well, I, them... I, I've kind of seen them, but I don't really know much about yeah. them. Yeah, so they have them usually in uh, in Holy Week. Mm. Um, and it's the ones in Andalusia are particularly kind of glamorous and, and, and lovely. But they also have them in some areas for Whitson, and it was Whitson while I was there. Okay. So we watched just these extraordinary processions and people joined these um, groups called brotherhoods, but I think women can belong to them. Um, and, and so at these particular times, they have these sort of floats with um, sort of artworks, sculptures of either Christ or the Blessed Virgin Mary in particular poses. And, and people sort of carry them as if they were litters, you know, on those posts, mm-hmm. poles, mm-hmm. Uh, parade them through the streets. And in this particular one for Whitson, there are oxen that follow, and the oxen kneel down in front of the uh, in, in front of the float. It's and people are dressed and and very, it's very um, people are very passionate about it, as mm. indeed they are in Holy Week. I mean, that's incredible. People wear these penitential robes with a sort of big pointy hats, um, and mm. often they're barefoot. So they, it's like a pilgrimage. You know, they're walking across off you know streets for hours and hours and hours barefoot it's 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 Mm. quite a thing Mm. and people are very very passionate about it and it's i can imagine in the middle ages it would have been an incredible spectacle with all these candles suddenly Mm. appearing in your town or village Mm. before the age of television and Mm. i can't imagine it happening here Mm. Mm. in britain no it's not Mm. what we do is it
1: no 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 and 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 i suppose is it to do with the fact that you know old henry the 8th and you know the Catholicism took a back seat and you know the protestant because it's it's a different kind yeah. of energy isn't it that yeah. but the catholic uh, feel is 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 much more uh, it's more dramatic in a way it's isn't yeah. it it it's, it's got that kind of uh, a really passionate feel to it whereas, no, you're right um, over here it's
0: it's, uh, it's uh, but I, I suspect it's probably to do the whole Protestant thing I think you're right, I think there's very little that gets people on the streets excited apart from perhaps football
1: Mm, mm
0: Yes, absolutely,
1: absolutely. And so, in Spain, do, do do villages? I mean, how long are these processions? Is it that villages join in with each other? I mean, where? How does it
0: work? Where, that, where does it? They're often in the sort of. I mean, I'm no expert on this, sunny, no. You know, I'm a complete idiot. But it's, um, it's in the biggest city. So in Almeria, oh. which is the nearest place to where to where my friend Enrique lives, mm-hmm. I think there are twenty six brotherhoods, and wow. in Cordoba there's thirty seven. You know there are different numbers of them in different places, and they they're the people, and it, they're the people who organise particular processions for their particular icons, I suppose. Wow, and is it is it you say it's brotherhoods, but is it mm. women and children as well? Um, I have seen women. I I think mm. that's probably a more recent thing, but yes, okay. I have seen women and um, and younger children involved too. I, mm. I I I mean lining. I've been there for for, for Easter week for Holy Week and. I sort of lined the streets because it, this is like in the middle of the night. And right. um, So yeah, kind of eleven o'clock on midnight. You're out there lining the streets, sort of watching all this happening in the mm. dark with the candles and the um, and the singing. As yeah. a you know, it's very there's a lot of singing, marching bands, singing, you know, playing and singing devotional music. It's it's quite it's quite yeah. a thing. It's Isn't quite it? stirring, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Emo- emotive, emotional. Yeah. I feel very boring when I'm in Europe. I don't know about you, particularly in the Mediterranean countries. Mm, mm, mm.
1: Yes. Well, yeah, they they are more passionate people, aren't they? Mm. You know, they're they're more engaged uh, with their emotions uh, on the surface, aren't they? We're a bit more reserved, aren't we, generally, uh, I think, here. Um, And they're more engaged... On a spiritual level, I think in some ways. I mean, I don't. I don't. Mean, of course, people are engaged spiritually, but but they're more. They're a more avert with it, aren't they? Mm. I think. Um, and um, yeah,
0: yeah. And the voice comes from which, is, which will interest you as an actor. Um, when they lived on the farm, uh, my friend speaks three languages fluently: French, Spanish, and and English. Mm. And if he was on the top of a hill, at the farm, I couldn't. I could barely see him, let alone hear him. I would know if he was speaking English or Spanish because mm. his body language is com- mm. the way he holds his body is differently, mm. and the place the voice comes from is differently. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: completely, absolutely, completely. You know, if you think about, you know, I don't know, I know we're talking about Spanish, but uh, Italy particularly, I think th- there's an awful lot of hand movement that tends yeah. to go yeah. in there with the with the conversation. Yeah. Um, it's it's an interesting cultural thing isn't it that yeah. and how how all that developed mm. uh and how different accents do i mean i love the french accent because it's all it's it, it you place it somewhere differently and and, it, yeah. and again it's slightly more volatile isn't it mm. Um hmm. and I suppose they're warmer they're warmer climates there you know Britain yeah. start to get a bit colder don't we I And mean, then we get up to you know Sweden and and it, it in a way the the weather almost dictates it it makes you slightly tighter I, I think, think you're right. as
0: well I think you're right yeah we're not out there on the streets um sort of speaking to each other are we were sat at home on the on the sofa covered in duvets drinking bovril. Mm. Uh, speaking mm. of which mm. And mm. Spain and Bovril. last time we spoke you were going to go and make some Spanish hot chocolate mm-hmm. did mm. you do it? I did, it was delicious well next time I come and visit you I expect to get oh my goodness gracious I shall have to make the old Spanish Get the, old the old Spanish Spanish chocolate. hot chocolate get the old hot <laughs> chocolate out and I shall look forward to that
1: um,
0: mm. yeah so what is for dinner at your house tonight then?
1: is it bowl? It isn't spagball, but before we get into that, one of the things I did want to ask you, okay. uh, and you may not know any of this, of course, but what's the situation with
0: bullfighting now in Spain? Oh, um, I don't know. Again, I've never been to a bullfight, but I know that obviously it stopped during COVID. Mm. Um, and there were, I think back in about 2007, there was something like 900 bull rings. And I think that it's down to more like 300 now. Right. So it's it's something that um, it's something that people aren't going to so much. Mm. I think maybe the younger generation aren't so interested. It's expensive. Mm. Um, there's still a lot of Spaniards who are interested in it, and it just seems extraordinary to me because it's just
1: you know so so awful. It seems to me it's so violent yeah. and awful, and and that's why I was kind of interested to see where people sat with it really. Um. I'm, I think yep. it's like a lot of these things, isn't it? Tradition. It, people just accept things because it's okay. tradition. And yeah. it, and it's then when you start to query it. And I, maybe, uh, you know, a lot of the younger, younger people are sort of more objective about it. Uh, I don't know, but it just seems to be such a cruel, cruel thing. And,
0: yeah. Uh, 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 I don't know. Um, well, on the Spanish news, one of the presenters, young woman, is... Uh, married or engaged to a bullfighter, and he was being interviewed, but not about bullfighting. Um, mm. With so there was no comment about the fact that he was a bullfighter, either either pro or anti. Um, mm. Yeah, I can see it's hugely theatrical with the mm. costumes and the different grades of bullfighters and the you know the way it all works. But the central part about it, I think, mm. to our eyes, is very cruel mm. and. Mm. We tend to have, we, I think pretty much all that kind of stuff has been put a stop to here, hasn't it? You stopped bear baiting a long, long time ago. Absolutely. And cockfighting and yeah, and yeah. in theory, fox hunting, yeah, um, yeah. now is, is meant to be illegal. Mm. And yeah, just the, just killing animals for fun. Yeah, I for don't fun. know why that's different to killing animals to eat. I'm sure mm. lots of people would agree that that's very cruel too. Mm. But uh, mm. yeah, the whole... But at
1: least that's sort of, whether you agree with it or not, at least it's it's for some particular purpose. Whereas yeah, yeah. with the, you know, the bullfighting or the bear baiting or whatever it was. I mean, you know, in Roman times, all the gladiators and yeah. you know it was horrendous. It, it, I find it fascinating. It, it was entertainment. I find it fascinating with the bullfighting that it's sort of still a hangover from all that, and yeah. it's it's obviously, you know, still part of uh,
0: of 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 the culture. Uh, interesting do you speak Spanish Janie? Um, very badly I mean I've been learning it for years but it kind of reminds me my dad said when he was sent to France in 1940 or 1939 that the greatest shock to him he thought he was pretty good at French mm. as a sort of 21 year old he'd learned French at school and mm-hmm. he said it was such a shock to land in France and realise that three year old children could speak French better than he could he never got over the shock and um, at one point, I could speak Spanish at about the level of a five-year-old, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I can read it reasonably well, okay. and I can make myself understood. But I can't. I, it, I can't. I ne- I'm never there long enough to get my ear in and to, to be able to mm-hmm. understand when people speak at normal rate. So, mm-hmm. it, so it, there's, there's no point at all in my friend speaking Spanish to me because it just frustrates us both. It means that we just exchanging information and ideas mm. incredibly slowly mm.
1: it's that pace badly. thing yeah it's that pace yeah. thing it's isn't
0: it blah, 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 blah.
1: yeah 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 because you, you you know and you can't <gasps> hang on a minute <laughs> what did you say yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: Yeah, and really i think the only way to take that i don't know about you but i think the only way to take that next step is to start listening to radio or tv and in, in another mm. language and just trying it to is, get it,
1: yeah have, it's you, kind of conversational isn't it you almost yeah. have to be there yeah. um it's it's a different kind of uh learning i think isn't it yeah um yeah do, so do, do you do you still have a go though if you're out do you, oh, do yeah, you, do yeah, you yeah. sort of inqu- yeah 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 yeah, yeah i have a go yeah, yeah, yeah
0: um yeah um yeah do you, do you have any fluency in any other language?
1: Hopeless, absolutely hopeless. Um, i mean, I've. I've never been. And interesting, isn't it? Because I think I've quite a good ear for accents. Uh, this yeah. is what's fascinating about the brain. Is that I've got quite a good ear for accents, but language, I've never been good. Our dear friend Sarah, Sarah. Coward, who played Caroline Sterling in the Archers brilliant she was f- fluent in French she was. and it was always there you know if she even if she hadn't spoken it for a while yeah she would be able to have a conversation with yeah. somebody you know in France because she lived out there for a bit and I mean I heard her you know and yeah. very fast too yeah uh no she had but no I I'm and I'm sad about that because I would love to um be able to uh I mean, I did learn a bit of Russian once when I was at school, but wow. I mean it just it just it's a different part of the brain and I, it's interesting yeah. with 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 Sarah in a way because I know she wouldn't mind me saying this I'm sure she often had issues remember with accents she'd sometimes yes. come to me she was doing something something again it's so interesting, isn't mm. it part of her brain fabulous for for um mm. uh, you know the actual languages but not uh, we we're, we're we're extraordinary creatures us human beings are we extraordinary 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 so so um yes so did you come back with any lovely food recipes from Spain or maybe did. got did oh did you
0: yeah 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 yeah. so I just I mean he is he was a he was a chef that was his job and he worked in he worked at the Savoy he worked at the Cockdoor oh. he worked at you know he ran these places mm-hmm. he was he was a wonderful chef so I, it's a great joy to watch him cook and to write down some of the things that he does Mm. Yeah. Is it mostly Spanish there? Is it, or is he no, kind no, of most, multi? He grew up in France, and so it's, a, it's 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 a lot of Spanish, a lot of French, mm-hmm. um, and everything very very just simple, very good simple food done in a way that I couldn't aspire to. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, I bet you could.
1: Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Well, it's, it's a nightmare feeding him. when he comes here, I'm terrified (laughs) Um, which takes me back really to the question I asked far too prematurely which is, are you having spag bol tonight? No I'm not darling, I'm not
1: I'm not having spag bol tonight no I'm not, but you know talking about all this lovely Spanish food I'm thinking about, not that I'm going to have it tonight, but it's made me think "Mm, i rather fancy a paella oh there you go so maybe not tonight, but I might at some point have a a go and tapas, of course, that's Spanish, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, it's really good. So, no, I'm not sure tonight because it's very, very sunny here mm. today. And I think it probably is with you. So yeah. it might just be something, something a bit light, you know. Okay. A nice little light salad or something like that, Janie. I yep. might just go for, you know. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah.
0: What about you, love? I don't. Well, I don't know. Either. We've got a house of eggs. I've no idea where they've all come <laughs> from. But I think I might have over-ordered. I think it's one oh. of those things... you get that thing sometimes you think i oh i haven't got any eggs i'll buy them but you do that every time you go out so yeah so i think i'm going to be making an omelette the size of my head spanish omelette possibly oh necessarily yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right love. well look you go off enjoy your eggs thank you Um, your herbs and you enjoy your salad uh, i will i will all All right bye Bye. ole 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 (laughs) ole Thanks for listening to our One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. If you'd like to see behind-the-scenes clips and bonus content, please visit our Facebook page, One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. And if you'd like to ask any questions, follow us on Twitter at OneStiletto65. This podcast is produced by Raggedy House Productions and the music composed by Tom Smith. See you next time!